Hey folks, this is Rogue One Radio, and uh, this is episode number 30. Uh, I am one half of your team, Steve, and with me, as always, is Charlie. How's it going, Charlie? It is absolutely fantabulous. Great, great. So, um, if you go to our YouTube channel, if I can find a link for some of you folks, I'm going out on Twitter to put that up there for them. So, what's been going on with you this week? Oh, still a whole lot of uh, work. Uh, it's a short week for me um, this week. Uh, I, today was my last day of work, and so I have uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off paid, and then get Saturday, Sunday off, and then report back to work uh, for the next week. So uh, they're trying to cram as much work uh, in as possible uh, within the last couple of days. So I've been busy doing that. Um, I got to, uh, finally got to play, um, my daughter's boyfriend in Madden online. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, first time that we, uh, were able to do that. So, um, uh, we had to cut the game short after three quarters, uh, cause I had to do some cooking. Uh, but, uh, you know, he was up by five points, but I just intercepted the ball, uh, when the timer went off. So I had to get stuff out of the oven. So we'll have to continue that one here in a little while. Uh, been doing a little bit of reading here and there on, uh, a lot of, uh, Star Wars backstory things, uh, trying to, uh, guess and figure out where they could be going with, uh the the new events coming up uh with uh since mando has finished season two uh and then you know uh just posting on twitter uh getting ready for the uh you know the book releases that are coming up uh here soon um yeah uh that's that's pretty much what uh what i've been doing this week how about you yeah, not much of anything else on my end either. Um, before we, I get into what I've been doing, I just want to welcome Cat uh, to the chat. And uh, first time she's been in the chat with us, so it's good to have you. Um, so I haven't really done much. I've been working. Uh, um, I finished all of my reading. I finished Resistance. Uh, well, we already talked about that one, the Resistance book. Yeah. Um, I finished uh, from a certain point of view, and I actually haven't started anything else because I wasn't sure if I'd be able to finish it uh, before <laughs> before the new releases come out. I'm really excited about those. Uh, right. I did read a few of the stories from the original from a certain point of view. Ah. Just kind of went back and read some of the some of those just randomly. Um, now I have read some comic books. I read uh, the new. Uh, uh, what 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 just released? I just I read something that just got released. Uh, wasn't Bounty Hunter? Wasn't Doctor Afra? 
Did they release a new Vader one yet? I don't think so. No, I wasn't sure. We kind of talked about that a little bit uh, earlier today uh, yeah. in our show prep, but I hadn't. Uh, I, I wasn't sure if they've uh, how many more they've released since that arc, and I don't really read too many comic books. Uh, so, but while we're on the comic book thing. Uh, if you would remind me, and I'm sure anybody else that's listening in that uh, doesn't, because you read all your comic books online, right? Yeah, I write them uh, digitally through a, a program or through a, a, a website called Comicsology. Ah, okay, awesome. Um, it's pretty pretty easy. Just you know, you you don't have to worry about missing something. Um. Oh, you know what? It was the new Darth Vader that I just read. Uh, number eight just came out. Uh, and he is still on Mustafar. Oh, okay. Uh, fighting, uh, fighting Ochi. Oh, cool. But, uh, yeah, Kat, those certain point of view books are, are really good. You should check those out. Uh, if they are the only thing you are reading, you should be able to get through them pretty quick. Uh, it took me forever because I was reading multiple books <laughs> at once. So uh, that, that tends to slow you down. Um, but yeah, definitely check them, uh, check them both out. Um, but of course, it's not necessary that you read one before the other. Um, That's good cool. stuff there, though. But uh, so today we've got, uh, of course, we've got the uh, discussion about the season finale of The Mandalorian. Um, a little sad about that, uh, that it is the end. Um, but we'll be talking about that one. Uh, it's called The Rescue. Uh, we do have some news to talk about. It's kind of a slow mm -hmm. news week, so there wasn't a whole heck of a lot to talk about. Uh, but we found some stuff um and then later in the show uh we won't be doing our top five list we're actually going to be doing uh, a little bit of discussion about the sequel trilogy uh in general just kind of some customer uh or listener engagement that we took uh got got involved with uh earlier this week so looking forward to that too um, so the first segment is going to be our news segment, but before we do that, of course, uh, we have got a song to play for you. Um, let me check my song list and see which one we're playing first. Okay. So the first song we are playing is from a band, uh, from Los Angeles, California. They are called Bad Cop, Bad Cop. Uh, it's an all girl band. Uh, really good group of girls. They're, they're uh, good musicians as well as really nice people. Uh, they put out an album uh, back in, I want to say June, uh, that was called The Ride. And this is a song from that album called uh, Certain Kind of Monster. So here it is. If I can get it to work. Ah! 
Monster by Bad Cop, Bad Cop. I like that one. That was good. It's good. They're they're good. Uh, they're good band. They're, this is their. Uh, I want to say this is their second full length album. Uh, really nice girls, uh, and uh, they make some. They make some good music. Good stuff. All right, so it is news time. Um, beep 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 beep. Uh, so what we've got to talk about first is we are uh, we've got some uh, new announcements as far as uh, Disney Plus Marvel shows uh, that are officially supposed to uh, arrive next year. Uh, so really looking forward to. Um, the new MCU shows, and we know these will be in 2021, barring any, uh, you know, uh, any 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 bad things that might happen in 2021, although we hope not. Uh, kicking off the year, of course, is going to be WandaVision. We all knew that was coming in January. Uh, after that, in March, we get the, the release of Falcon and Winter Soldier. 
Um, and then in May, we will be getting the uh, Tom Hiddleston-led uh, Loki show. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of May, uh, we're supposed to finally get the uh, theatrical release of Black Widow as well. Um, but back to TV. Uh, um, let me see. There isn't a an actual date, uh, but it's supposed to be later in the summer. Uh, probably means August, I'm guessing. Uh, is the animated What If TV show. Uh, another th theatrical release, actually, now that I think about it, is supposed to be coming out in July, and that is the uh, Legend of the Ten Rings. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the only other theatrical release we got coming out in 2021 is the, uh, is the movie that was supposed to be out this year was uh, uh, Eternals. Um, and that was, that, that is scheduled to come out in November. Uh, but the last two TV releases, uh, don't have exact dates. They, uh, the, the, the article, which I got from polygon.com uh, says that they're targeting late 2021. Uh, and that is going to be Miss Marvel and Hawkeye. So, uh, really looking forward to, uh, some MCU uh, on Disney Plus, and I really I think there was a there was an article recently. Um, Kevin Heige basically all but said, uh, "Hey, RFB is with us. Hey there, RFB." Um, but Kevin Feige had mentioned that uh, more or less the the future of the MCU is streaming. Yeah, so I, I see a lot of that a lot of that coming coming back in yeah uh, so so yeah so we've got the disney plus um and then what do we have what else do we have in uh in news well just uh i was gonna mention that cat said in the chat that uh, uh she's really excited for wandavision uh and yeah um that that uh that really looks awesome as well uh, i love mm -hmm. the uh the teasers that they've put out for it uh, I can't wait to see uh, how they pull it together because, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed those two characters. Um, it, it's uh, the idea of them two being together uh, is ju it just hits me right in the field. So, you know, uh, yeah, I can't wait for that. But for other news that we have uh, is, uh, and uh, I'm not sure how much of a news uh, this is or more of a rumor, but rumor is that in Star Wars land, uh, we could possibly be getting a Luke Skywalker Star Wars series that is currently in development. So, yeah, um, I, you know, the article that I ran across. Uh, the article that I, I got was from StarWarsNews.net, uh, StarWarsNewsNet.com, rather, mm -hmm. um, that, uh, or wait a minute, is that where I got that? I, you know what? I don't know where I got that news from. 
Well, I've um, seen it in a few other uh, a few places. Uh, the one that I have pulled up right now is uh, bond, uh, Bounding into Comics uh, dot com, mm-hmm. and uh, they're they're saying that a rumor claims that uh, Luke Skywalker himself uh, has a series that is in development. Um, okay. I don't want to get into too much detail because we're I'm sure we'll get into a little bit later, uh, oh, but. Uh, it just, uh, yeah, it just says that, uh, there seems to be, uh, just in development right now. Uh, there are a lot of projects that are in development. Um, and, uh, again, uh, are we going to get a de-aged Mark Hamill? Are we going to get, uh, the fan favorite Sebastian Stan? Could they go another way with it? Uh, you know, we, we really don't know yet. Uh, I mean, the rumor mill I've heard was that Sebastian Stan has even made uh, appearances at, uh, you know, uh, can't uh, can't remember what they call the facility where they shoot it, but uh, you know, he's been there. But they're also filming Falcon and Winter Soldier, so he might have just stopped by. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, that, that's a pretty cool uh, idea if they're going to do it. Uh, you know, which Luke Skywalker are we going to get to see? Will we get to see an older Luke and then go back to a flashback of a younger Luke, kind of like what yeah. they did in uh, Rise of Skywalker? Uh, you know, when you see the younger Luke training Leia, uh, you know, uh, who, who knows? But uh, anything with Luke Skywalker, I think that. The uh, Star Wars fans are definitely going to uh, eat it up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, even if they did it as an animated series, mm. uh, it could be really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so speaking of uh, Disney Plus uh, shows that were not announced at the Investor Show, uh, this one has been confirmed. So this is not a rumor. Uh, and of course it's been confirmed if you've watched, uh, the most recent episode of, uh, Mandalorian. Um, so if you haven't, uh, I, I want to, I want you to, to remember that this is very, uh, spoiler heavy, uh, as far as this show goes. Uh, so if you have not seen the last episode of Mandalorian, uh, you probably want to check out for a minute and, uh, come back after you've watched it. Uh, but this um was confirmed not only by the show um but also by um by i think disney themselves and that is the standalone boba fett series the book of boba um i'll tell you um I'll, we we'll get more into this when we talk we get into our discussion about that season finale, uh, but I'll just leave it at uh, I'm really excited for this show. Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, I, we've, I got two more, uh, we've got two more additions to the chat, by the way. We've got Rez and uh, I think it's Michelle from Force of Light have uh, come to visit. So welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome one and all. So, Absolutely. Yeah, but, uh, I'm really excited about that. And uh, yeah, well, we've, we've heard rumors about this for quite a while now, uh, ever since 
uh, you know, that, uh, you know, we saw the armor, uh, and what it could mean. Um, and I know that, um, RFB and I have, uh, gone back and forth on whether or not, uh, you know, until he made the appearance on whether or not that, uh, he had actually perished. Uh, so it, it's going to be interesting. Um, from the look of it, I think that, uh, you know, they'll, uh, take, uh, right after, uh, or where they're le left off now, rather than do a uh, backstory, um, is, is going to be my guess. Um, but uh, I mean, who knows? I mean, there there's a lot of stories to tell there, and yeah. uh, for one of the most popular characters, uh, I know a lot of people are really excited about this. Yeah. Um... I, I mean I could see I could see them probably doing like some flashbacks, maybe digging into the story a little bit about how he got out of the Sarlik pit. Uh, but yeah, I'd I'd actually like to see a little bit more about him and uh, Finnick Shan and their adventures. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Speaking of Finnick Shan, I think I think you've got another piece of news. Yes, I do. And uh, this might be the one that you were thinking of uh, that was on Star Wars Newsnet. Uh, and uh, it is that uh, Ming-Na Wen confirmed uh, that she is going to reprise her role in Star Wars The Bad Batch. Yeah. So that's going to be cool to see uh, that character uh, that arc really get, uh, expanded in a great way. Uh, and, uh, I know that the bad batch is going to be an animated thing, so she'll lend her voice to it. Uh, but still, uh, that's, it's an interesting character that really intrigues me. Uh, mm -hmm. I was surprised to see her, uh, come back, um, in season two. Uh, but the more that I saw, the more I just was like, wow, yeah, I really want to, uh, dig into more stories about this character. And, and for me, it's, uh, uh, like many that are in our chat that it's all about the stories. Just tell us good star Wars stories and we're yeah. going to be happy. We'll just eat it up. Absolutely. Just, yeah. Just give me star Wars and I'll be happy. Um, absolutely. So speaking of star Wars stories, uh, we do have, uh, an official, uh, more or less release schedule, uh, for the high Republic. Um, so everybody's really, uh, I know if you're like me or, and like Charlie, we're, you're really excited that this high Republic, uh, series is going to be kicking off. And, uh, and we are, as I was telling him earlier, before we got things started tonight, uh, we are two weeks away from the release of some High Republic material. January yes. 5th, we are getting Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule, A Test of Courage by Justina Ireland, and then we also have a young reader book, coming out on January 5th by Kevin Scott called The Great Jedi Rescue. Mm -hmm. um, now, on January 6th, we have the first issue of the High Republic comic book, uh, also written by Kevin Scott. 
So uh, definitely looking forward to that. Um, on February 2nd, uh, which is my birthday, so this is going to be a great birthday present for myself, Into the Dark by none other than Claudia Gray hits the shelves. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, later in February, on the 21st, the next comic book uh, comes out. It's called The High Republic Adventures. Mm. And that will be written by Daniel Jose Older. Um, and then on June 29th, we have The Rising Storm coming from Kevin Scott. Uh, and then later in the year, in July and August, we have three untitled projects slated for release. Mm -hmm. So next year is going to be a huge year for us Star Wars reading nerds. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I just, uh, I just pre-ordered uh, the audio book uh, for uh, the first one on uh, the 5th. Uh, with the uh, Amazon Prime, you get uh, the free book on Audible, uh, yeah. and that was my selection for this month. So uh, I, I really can't wait. Uh, I believe they even had an excerpt from it, like the first couple of chapters or so, uh, mm -hmm. maybe the first eight chapters. Uh, and I read it, and I was like, wow, you know, oh, man, I really can't wait to dig into this. This is going to be absolutely amazing. Yeah. So, so you folks in the chat, which book are you most looking forward to? And we can come back to which one are you most looking forward to, Charlie? Oh man, uh, I mean, all of them uh, would be the first exactly. answer. Uh, yeah. But um, good answer. Man, <laughs> uh, I, I really. Uh, I'm still stuck on Claudia Gray, uh, uh, yeah. and uh, this is something that I think that we'll uh, we'll have a, a show about uh, probably here pretty soon, uh, and about Lost Stars uh, and how much I just absolutely loved that book, uh, and I I've really enjoyed everything that she's written so far for for Star Wars. Uh, so uh, I would like uh, to I, I really want to read that one. Um, and uh, then uh, Kevin Scott, uh, I really want to see what approach he's going to take to uh, this High Republic area. Uh, I really liked uh, the way that he did uh, Dooku Jedi Lost. And I don't think he's going to go back to that well, uh, but I, I really enjoy his writing style. Is So, yeah, uh, those are probably the two. Uh, but I, again, Charles... Uh, Soleil is going to write a, a fantastic book yeah. uh, there. Uh, Justina Ireland, uh, I really enjoyed her uh, stuff in the past. I, there's just so much to be excited about. I, it's really yeah. hard to pick one. I agree. Uh, all of them are going to be great. I know they've, they really, they pick their authors really well uh, for these books. Uh, but if I had to pick a couple of favorites, uh, I, I'd really, the first one that comes to mind, I really got to go with the, uh, with the Charles soul book because he's kicking things off. Yeah. He is bringing us into this new era and I can't be, I can't, I'm just no words how excited I am 
to learn about this new era in Star Wars. Uh, but uh, aside from that one, definitely the Claudia Gray book because she, everything I've read of hers, and I haven't even read all of her Star Wars stuff. I've read mm -hmm. a, quite a bit of it, but uh, everything I've read has just been phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so good stuff. Uh, so yeah, um, as, as I showed up on the uh, on the video there, uh, Force Light is excited for the Claudia Gray book, and uh, as well you should be. <laughs> um, so we we only have one more piece of news, uh, and it's um, I mean I'm sure most of you have already uh, heard about it. Um, but, uh, why don't you go ahead, Charlie, and it was more, uh, kind of a somber note. Yeah. Um, this past week we had a, another, uh, Star Wars legend pass away. Uh, Jeremy Bullock, who played, uh, everyone's favorite bounty hunter, Boba Fett, uh, passed away at, uh, age 75. Um, man, it's, uh. I know he was, uh, not only was the character a fan favorite, uh, but the actor as well was a, was a huge fan favorite. Uh, just reading uh, some testimonials of people that have met him uh, either at conventions or just wherever uh, was nothing but glowing praise and, uh, and idolization of uh, his character. So, uh, that speaks volumes. Uh, yeah. He really touched a lot of people. So it's uh, sorry to hear that. Uh, yeah. We're going to miss you, know. you, Jeremy. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So uh, that is it for news. Um, coming up, we've got the recap of Chapter 16 of The Mandalorian, The Rescue. Uh, but before we do that, of course, we have another music break. Uh, this one is from a band from New Jersey uh, called the Hudson Falcons. <laughs> uh, really, really good bunch of guys there, especially their uh, their uh, front man, uh, Mark. He's just a, a really all-around good guy. Uh, like I said, they're from New Jersey. Uh, this is from an album they put out. Uh, an older one back in 2001. Uh, the name of the album is For Those Whose Hearts and Souls Are True. And this song is called Stay With Me. Well, here it is. Stay fair and it's won't be over. I found 
That was Stay With Me by the Hudson Falcons. Uh, if you're just tuning in, you are listening to Rogue One Radio. I am Steve. With me is Charlie. This is episode number 30. And we are ready to talk The Mandalorian. We had, sort of. unfortunately, the last episode of the season. Uh, and we knew it was going to be epic, as we've said on the show several times, just based on uh, how they ended the first season. Uh, so epic we wanted, and epic we got. It was, oh, yeah. uh, it was quite the ending to the season. Um, so before we go into our, our synopsis. Uh, how about your, your, your kind of your overall reaction? Just, you know, what you, what you thought of it in general? Uh, first reactions were, oh my goodness. Uh, am I really seeing what I'm seeing? Followed by, <laughs> I have so many more questions followed by, 
what's next? So, yeah. All right. So the question is, who here in the chat, you included, uh, Charlie, who here teared up during this episode at least once? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I will admit that. Um, oh, my gosh. That episode was mind-blowing. Uh, uh, twice the first time and uh, the other two times that I saw it was just once. Yeah, it was uh, it was quite the emotional episode. It was it yeah. was crazy. Great stuff. It was it was great. Um, I think I have seen it. I think I've watched it four times. At least three that I know of. Probably four. Uh, yeah, Cat says she uh, she bawled like a baby every time she watched it. Totally understandable. It's yeah, that was uh uh yeah, R RFD RFB two. Yep, yep. Um very emotional show. So here's what we got. I'm I'm gonna be brief here. So it starts off uh Mando and Boba Fett walks into a bar, starts like it starts off like a joke. <laughs> uh so they walk into this bar and uh Bo-Katan and uh and Casca are sitting there. Uh, they come in asking for help to uh, rescue the child. There's a little scuffle between Fett and Casca. Uh, that gets broken up by Bo-Katan, uh, like the angry mother. Uh, then the uh, uh, at that point, the group, uh, you know, they agree to, uh, Bo-Katan agrees to help in exchange for, uh, number one, she wants uh, Mando to help them along with their cause, uh, and she wants the dark sab saber. He agrees. Mm -hmm. uh, so the group, who at this time consists of uh, Mando, uh, Boba Fett, Fennec Shan, uh, Cara Dune, uh, Bo-Katan, and Casca, get together and they plan the rescue. Uh, then they fly off. They get the, uh, the Moff Gideon's cruiser, uh, and they board it. Uh, an interesting way. Uh, then the group splits up. Uh, Boba flies off by himself. Um, then uh, the rest of the group, they split up. Uh, Mando goes after Grogu, tries to find the detention area. And the rest of the group head off uh, toward uh, the bridge to find uh, Moff Gideon. Um, so after, uh, as far as the Mando goes, uh, after a, uh, a brief fight with the dark troopers and, uh, then he shoots him out the airlock, uh, he finds, uh, Grogu's cell only to find Moff Gideon standing there with the dark saber. Um, there's a, there's a conversation. Then they have a fight, uh, which Mando wins. Uh, and then he shows up on the bridge where the rest of the group has been. And, um, they, they, uh, they talk about the dark saber, uh, you know, Mando wants to give the dark saber to, uh, Bo-Katan, which I have a question about. We'll get to that though. Yeah. Um, and then the dark troopers show up, uh, you know, outside, uh, they, they make it to the, they make it to the door of the bridge. Uh, and then of course they are, they are defeated just, laid to waste by this mysterious person in a, in, in these dark robes, uh, who of course, uh, turns out to be Luke Skywalker. Um, 
So after, you know, a little uh, brief tearful goodbye between, uh, I don't know if it was tearful for them, but tearful for us, uh, goodbye between Grogu and Mando. Uh, Luke takes Grogu and uh, leaves the ship. And uh, that's what we get. And then uh, in, in great uh, MCU fashion, we get an after credit scene, uh, which I'm going to admit I did not the first time I watched the show, I didn't see the after credit scene. Uh, I did not know it was there. Uh, my son, uh, Joey, as you know, he's been on the show before, um, watched it and asked if I, it was either him or somebody else asked if I saw the after credit scene. And I'm like, not what? There's an after credit scene? All right, I got to go watch it again. Uh, so <laughs> instead of just watching the after credit scene, I just watched the whole thing through. Uh, and then, of course, the after credit scene we get is uh, Boba Fett walking into mm -hmm. uh, the palace formerly held by Jabba the Foot and uh, our hut, and uh, uh, I'm who I'm assuming is Bib Fortuna uh, mm -hmm. sitting on the throne, and Boba takes him out and then sits on the throne himself, uh, which leads us to the book of Boba Fett coming next yeah. year. Yeah. So. Ah, how to dissect this show. Um, it was one heck of a show. Uh, I do have a question that I need to ask uh, that maybe you guys can help me out on. Um, it's regarding the Darksaber. Uh -huh. So Moff Gideon tells them that uh, in order for her to take the dark saber, she has to win it in battle. Right. And she agrees. My question is, uh, and it's been a bit since I've watched star Wars rebels, but didn't Sabine give her the dark saber? Yes. So there, there was no battle there. So uh, what's the explanation? That they really didn't get into uh, other than just the look. And I'm not sure. Uh, my first hypothesis is it had to do with the way that Moff Gideon got the Darksaber from Bo-Katan. Okay. Good so uh, I, my guess is that uh, and I'm sure we'll probably get this in season three, but or possibly uh, more of an explanation. Uh, if, since Gideon was there, if he told if if she told him that the only way to get it was through combat, and he ended up besting her for whichever, then you know that could explain it. Um, mm -hmm. Because in Rebels, yes, Sabine just, I mean, she had approval from everyone to hand it over. And, and Bo-Katan accepted it, and that was that. She was the leader. Everyone agreed that she was the leader. Boba doesn't want, or Boba, uh, Din doesn't want the Darksaber. Uh, um, I, I'm really, and I mentioned this to you in our chat uh, leading up to this was uh, I'm really getting a 
Game of Thrones vibe off of this. Uh, in Game of Thrones, which I believe you said you didn't, you haven't seen. Yeah, never actually seen it. So you have uh, this leader that grows up that doesn't, you know, doesn't think that he's the leader, uh, and is suddenly revealed that he is the actual heir to the throne and the leader. And I'm wondering if they're going to pull something like that in into this, where uh, it's like the Jon Snow effect, uh, you know, in trying to figure out the best way to describe it. He's unwilling to take it, but will reluctantly do so. So are we going, and especially with the way that it ended and Grogu going with Luke, are we going to get a season of the Mandalorian where we're not going to get too much Grogu, but we're going to see more of the reuniting and their reestablishment of Mandalore? I'd be and okay with that. With, with instead of Bo-Katan at the helm, it ends up being Din Djarin. I, I, I'm not sure. That's, uh, that's one way that I could see it going. Uh, it, it was just really interesting. As soon as, as soon as they said, you know, you have to win it in combat. Yes. Um, that was, that was the original way of thinking before rebels. Yeah. With, uh, when, uh, pre Visla made it and yeah. the way it was handled that da- handed down, but then yeah, when, when being handed, handed it over, I was like, um, okay, well, yeah, yeah, and, and she's like, "Oh, I can't take it. You have before. Why not now?" And yeah. that, that that just made the alarms go off in my head. Yeah. So I mean, and who knows? I mean, uh, the uh, uh, Game of Thrones made uh, a whole lot of money uh, and was a very successful show. Uh, if they decided they wanted to go that route, I, uh, you know, uh, yeah. it, I, I have no problem with that. Um, I'm just, uh, you know, it'd be more speculation for the future of yeah, what, yeah. if that's what they're going to do, what are they going to do with Grogu? No, I don't want to so, give away everything. So I guess, right. I guess we'll find out in, uh, well, at this point, I guess we're going to find out in 2022. Right. Um, yeah. That so, was just announced that, uh, because of, uh, book of Boba, it, they are going to push production back on uh, Mandalorian to early 2022. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um, I don't know. Uh, what other uh, – did you have any uh, anything that really stuck out as far as, you know, before we get to the end part, say before, you know, the big reveal there um, – uh, what else, anything else that uh, kind of stood out to you that you were excited for? Um, I was, uh, I kind of enjoyed the fight between uh, Boba Fett and uh, and uh, Casca. Yeah, um, that's number one on my list. I thought that was uh, that was a good uh, good way to introduce uh, Boba Fett to the uh, to the you know the actual Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So that was good. I I, uh, I got to say, I, I was a tad disappointed that Boba was not a part of the rescue mission other than, uh, you know, sh- the uh, the shooting uh, at uh, at their uh, at their ship, uh, the, yeah. the Lambda class shuttle. Um, you know, he just he he got him in and then just disappeared. Uh, I understand why he did it. Um, I just would have liked to have seen him as part of the actual rescue mission. Um, but really, as far as standing out. Uh, I got to say the highlight of the show was when we saw the X-Wing. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, that one X-Wing. And uh, from that point, I was like, no, they're not going to. No, it's not him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and then he comes through the hallway and it's like, um they they're really doing this yeah they're really doing this because you know the first thing you see is is the green lightsaber uh then you see his hand and it's like they're they're really going this way right uh yeah and uh and then and then the thing that really like from that point i mean i knew who it was going to be but it was that opinion whatever you want to call it was solidified strangely enough when i saw the belt when they zoomed in on his belt hmm. and i was like yeah. yep that's his return of the jedi outfit okay yeah. we're getting right. luke uh so yeah. that was uh that whole hallway scene uh reminiscent of vader's rogue one scene uh it was just amazing it was just amazing yeah and we really shouldn't be surprised at at what we got because uh, we even said on this show that the only one that makes sense to have answered the calls luke yeah as far as he is the only one that would have made sense and that's what we got yeah maybe um I don't know. They could have gone. I, I still think they could have gone a couple of different ways. But uh, some of my things that I enjoyed, uh, I love the banter at the very beginning uh, yeah. between Boba and Casca. I thought that was great. I love seeing uh, Bo step up as uh, you know, as you said, as the mother. Um, <laughs> I loved seeing uh, the the way that they. <laughs> And this is more of a technical aspect, but me being a TIE fighter sort of guy, mm-hmm. uh, I love the way showing how the TIE fighters came out of the ship and were deployed oh. into action. And so that was that was super cool uh, yeah. to, to see that and, um, you know, to have them land. Uh, the dark troopers powering up was phenomenal. And I don't know. I, I thought that we saw the death of Din Djarin, uh when the dark trooper had his head and was just smashing it right into the wall yeah. over and over. I think it was six times that, uh, you know, that he smashed his head there and he just, and he 
pulled back and he was just kind of sitting there and I'm like, wow, that was just devastating. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but they managed to, uh, you know, uh, you know, escape that, uh, I almost got a, uh, like a Loki vibe between the battle of, uh, Din and Moff Gideon. Yeah. Okay. I can see that where, where he, you know, he fought him for a little bit, but really wanted to be captured. And to pull, you know, the wool out or the rug out from under Din when, you know, he, he tried to give the dark saber to Bo and she wouldn't take it. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. Now I, I got you now. She can't take it. Now it's yours. And your whole plan is backfired. And man, I got something in store for you. And then we see the return of the dark troopers show up. And I thought my, my first thought was, all right, well, uh, Boba is coming back. He's going to be the one that kind of rescues him. Uh, and, uh, you know, well, I mean, as, as I, you know, my first initial thought was, you know, they'll have him come back. Uh, cause I didn't think that we were going to get a, uh, reveal until like the very end. And that was going to be the cliffhanger. And so when, uh, when the alarm went off and, you know, she's like, it's a single X wing. I'm like, Oh man. All right. I know where they're going with this. Yeah. Uh, it was still, still shocking though, because, uh, yeah, I'm sure they're saving Ezra for the Ahsoka series. But it, as much as they've tied into a lot of other media and bringing back some of the uh, old uh, canon stuff, mm-hmm. I thought, well, maybe they'll bring in Cal Kestis uh, to kind of tie into, um, you know, an Order 66 kind of thing, uh, you know, and tie into the Fallen Order series uh, or... You know, I heard a uh, big rumor that, you know, it's, uh, you know, could be Mace Windu, uh, that he actually survived, which we really don't know. I've heard another rumor floating around that Mace Windu is the one who saved Grogu from Order 66 to begin with. So I, I, See, I, I didn't. I think I what they're trying to get. do is they're trying to bridge fans of the original trilogy to the new era mm-hmm. of, of Star Wars. And I, I think that's why uh, another reason why I think um, Luke would have been the right choice because uh, they're not ready to bring those characters in yet. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, speaking of, um, you know, the, uh, the dark troopers, uh, it kind of made me wonder if, uh, if Katie was having any Cylon flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh and yeah, that's uh I definitely got that vibe and I was I was really shocked that they went with the uh the Mark 3s instead of a Mark 2 uh dark trooper just because of with them being uh you know when we first saw them and I was like, "Wow, those, you know, those are Mark 3s and you know, there's nobody in them. Those are droids." 
And I'm like, why, why would they do that? It's because they really haven't shown too much of it. Uh, and to see them come back into the ship, I'm like, oh, well, that's the reason why they did that. You know, because uh, the ones with the troopers in it, they couldn't handle it. So, right. um, you know, it's, uh, you know, it was great. Yes, the, uh, I love the comparisons between the, uh, the two hallway scenes uh, between father and son. Uh, mm-hmm. which I'm sure were, were done on purpose. Uh, but it just, it showed the mastery, uh, that Luke has had, uh, even before, uh, Return of the Jedi, uh, yeah. or right after Return of the Jedi. Uh, yeah, he was uh, accomplished, but his, his powers have just grown from there. And they, you, you really see it in that hallway scene, the way he's just using every bit of the force, whether it's pushing or pulling or crushing and the lightsabers. And, uh, yeah, it just, uh, the way that he just crushed that one trooper, like a tin can, and it just kept compressing on itself was yeah. absolutely astounding. Um, and then of course we get the moment, uh, where you get the the tearful goodbyes uh and i was like oh man uh how how is this gonna go uh what what's uh you know is, is luke going to pull in ahsoka and say i felt him but i can't train him mm. you know or is he you know is he actually going to take him and then when when they uh din and grogu have their moment and yeah, I was like, "Wow, what what a way to yeah uh, to do that." Um, I do and, have uh, I do have some disappointments, um, and more questions. Uh, you know what happened to happened to Doctor Prushing? A um, we really. Well, I wonder about I, that too. You know, maybe Grief Karga has him. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but, you know, it's like where something, you know, it, he was there and the next thing you know, he's not. You know, well, and maybe, then. Uh, maybe at some point he gets taken uh, to the New Republic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. Where, you know, it's, uh, you know, Luke came in, saved the day now, but what happened to Moff Gideon? Oh, he's, he's absolutely going to prison. I, uh, I mean, are we going, I I could see, you know, we'll probably get like a uh, great escape or, you know, Mm -hmm. some sort of other, uh, you know, say like Billy the Kid type. Uh, you know, escape from him, you know, where, and then he'll be back out on the loose. I don't know. It's, uh, you know, but they didn't really. Maybe our favorite Chiss will orchestrate an escape. Uh, very possible. Eld. I mean, man, uh, but it just kind of left it hanging there and without too much resolution. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, well, RFB says that they're both in New Republic hands, and I, I tend to agree with them. Yeah. 
Now, yeah, now I, I, I could definitely see that. Um, but where was where was Gideon going? Was he going to Camino? Was he, uh, you know, was he going to, um, you know, somewhere else? Uh, I saw a few videos trying to pinpoint where he was, uh, and uh, some of it could have been to Camino. Some of it could have been to uh, some of the hut controlled worlds. Yeah. Um, you know, so. Maybe uh, he was heading for the unknown regions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really, really don't know. Uh, but um, hopefully we'll get to uh, get to find out. Uh, anything yeah. else that you might have been disappointed in that uh, either you wanted to see and didn't get to see or uh, questions that weren't answered? Um, really, I, I already mentioned mine. I, I really just wanted Boba Fett to be there for the rest of for, you know, up till the end. Um, I didn't really have any disappointments. I, I thought it was a great episode, uh, compounded by the, by the after credit scene that we got. Yes. And, uh, you know, it was, Boy, uh, Rip Fortuna really let himself go. Yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> start calling him bib fat tuna i don't know uh no it was it was great it was uh that that season finale was absolutely a great ride now uh, here here's a question uh, for you that uh in in the um uh the post credit scene uh we had um uh fennec with Boba. Yeah. But she was on the ship there. So are we going to see, you know, uh, so that's, uh, you know, that that's another adventure right there on mm -hmm. how are we going to see them to uh, get back together so they could go take his rightful spot or is the end of the book of Boba Fett, that scene that we got where he goes into the palace to take over fade to black and that's that's your series that so, could be it. oh and that would be awesome i would love to see something I'd like that see the story of i mean why does he want to rule jabba's palace anyway uh, um, yeah. empire uh, of all the money i mean he is a uh, bounty hunter and so yeah um yeah that's uh it's going to be interesting i can't wait to see where you they know, take I, it i gotta say as far you know both season one and season two uh, they have really given the uh, game masters of the Star Wars role playing game a lot of a lot of stuff to play with. Yeah, um, you so, know, being a, being a tabletop uh, RPG guy myself with with Star mm -hmm. Wars, uh, I can just imagine the stories that the this uh, this show is is boiling. You know, making them boil in their in their heads. Um, yeah, you know, just using this era, you know, this was just really was a, a great era to put this show in, mm -hmm. uh, you know, between Jedi and force awakens. Uh, I would like to see some stories from the aftermath era. Um, but you know, Post aftermath, uh, you know, post battle Jakku, uh, before the first order really gets big, uh, this was really a good era to put a show in. 
uh, mm -hmm. and a good era to put this type of show in. Yeah. You know, the scum and villainy type. Because you've got, you know, you've got uh, Jabba the Hutt's dead. The, his criminal, criminal enterprise is up for grabs. So, you know, so many people can, can be vying for that. Uh, you're right. RFP says so much good Star Wars storytelling. He's absolutely correct. There's, there's just yeah. so much more to go on before so much story to tell without even going into the high Republic era. You know, we're going to get the high Republic stuff and that's going to be great. Uh, but even aside from that, we're going to, we're getting some good storytelling. Yes. Yep. And, uh, I got to say, Dave, uh, Dave Filoni and John Favreau uh, have really uh, have really given us a, a, some great Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, there was uh, there was a couple of little Easter eggs in there. I don't know if uh, you might have uh, caught caught these. Um, on Gideon is a droid. It's a RA seven droid. Um, uh, it's, uh, it was also known as the Death Star droid. Um, and if I'm remembering right, and it's been a couple of days since I've seen it, I believe that it has a gold leg. Oh yeah. And the reason why I bring up the gold leg is that, and I can't remember where I saw it, but C-3PO had a silver leg. We probably saw it somewhere on Twitter. Yeah, and I just thought that was kind of interesting. And, you know, we always want to be told a story. So that would be an interesting story to see. Probably, I would say probably like in a comic or something. Yeah. Where, you know, where did we, where did this leg come from? You know, and, or, you know, why does he have the, you know, have that? And it, you know. Uh, somewhere that these two met up and or whatever, but I thought that would be pretty interesting to see. Um, we did get a dank ferric uh, in the uh, episode. Uh, I wasn't sure if we were going to get one or not, but we did get it uh, when Cara Dune's uh, gun jammed. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was fun too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and then she just starts wiping people out with the butt of the gun. That, well, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it, and it's funny because, you know, none of the stormtroopers can shoot, but uh, all, all of the females uh, that, uh, you know, uh, heroes uh, go in there. And uh, even if they miss and it hits somebody in the shoulder, they're down and out. So uh, <laughs> I just thought that's pretty funny uh, how they keep that gag going. Yeah. Um. Uh, there was a uh, Luke Skywalker reference at the very beginning of the episode uh, when Boba and uh, Casca were uh, trading verbal barbs, and she tells him that uh, you'll be talking uh, through the window of a Bacta tank. So oh, I, I yeah. thought that was pretty interesting. I'm like, oh, well, you know. I, mean, I guess I could understand that she'd beat him up that bad, but then when you see Luke, it like brings up a whole nother level uh yeah. you know uh meaning to it um uh then you have the uh verbal barbs between the uh uh gideon's 
uh, guy in Cara Dune, uh, where he's trying to egg her on, and she uh, and he says, you know, I was uh, I was on the Death Star, mm-hmm. uh, and and she looks at him and says, uh, you know, which one? And you know, since they both got blown up, you know, it's kind of uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I think that's about it that I caught. There wasn't, uh, you know, there wasn't a whole lot more um, to it. Uh, I know that uh, once Luke showed up, the music changed. And yeah. I'm not sure if you uh, noticed that, but once he showed up, it had more of a John Williams feel than the typical uh, Mandalorian uh, style that that we've been used to. I did notice that. I did. Um, uh, oh, so and yeah, R2 was there. Was a, it was a great episode. Uh, I'm glad uh, we got what we got. And now we have to wait quite a bit until we see the next next season. But we've got right. a lot of Star Wars content coming in 2021. So uh, a lot of reading. Uh, we'll have the Book of Boba next year. Um Unfortunately, no films, but hey, we've did, got. Uh, did you hear? Did you catch uh, McClunky? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought that was pretty funny when they put that in there. I'm like, oh man, all right. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm sure that made uh, George Lucas smile. Yeah. Um, I'm trying so, to think if there um, was anything else. Sorry, I was trying to think if there was anything else uh, about it that um, that I could think of that to, to make it interesting or um, yeah, man, it's just uh, now it's just you know more of a hurry up and wait, and yeah. uh, we have so many so many questions and. Uh, you know, it, since Luke did take Grogu, you know that makes you wonder. You know what happened to Grogu after? Uh, if yeah. he was training him and he started his academy, and you know, uh, was he there when Kylo came in and burned it to the ground? Uh, yes. You know, it's like. It, there's all these years now of, uh, you know, well, what's going to happen. And, uh, and I thought that they were pretty much done telling stories in this area because they were going to shift that focus back down. Yeah. But so now they're fighting a star Wars battle on two different eras and it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, uh, that's it for our recap of the rescue. Um, next up, we are going to be doing a little bit of discussion about the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went out on Twitter and, uh, and asked our, uh, our listeners and our followers, uh, what their favorite things about the sequel trilogy were. So, uh, we've got some of those. Uh, responses to go over uh, you folks in the chat you want to chime in on that uh, feel free uh, we're also going to be I'm going to talk about the results of a poll uh, 
uh, real quick that we did as well uh, regarding the sequel trilogy. But before that, we're going to have our final music break. Um, this is by a band from North Carolina called Wolves and Wolves and Wolves and Wolves. Uh, and this was a single that they released back in uh, 2018. Uh, and it is called Excommunicate Me. So here you go. Communicate Me by Wolves and Wolves and Wolves and Wolves. So, the sequel trilogy. Uh, we didn't have an idea for a top five list, so I just thought uh, we'd bounce this idea around and see what kind of response we got from it. And, and we got a pretty decent response yeah. uh, about the sequel trilogy. Uh, the first uh, thing I wanted to give you the results on uh, I did a poll on our Twitter that uh, you know what was your what was your favorite uh, movie of the sequel trilogy uh, and and 
as much as, as I agree with you, uh, RFB, that all of them are my favorite, uh, <laughs> the, uh, there was a, uh, a, a pretty, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the one that won, won pretty easily uh, with 45% of the vote. Uh, the winner of that poll was The Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. uh, last place uh, in the poll at 17% was The Rise of Skywalker. Um, mm. Now, I didn't vote on my own poll. I don't, I don't do that because I'd like to see... I do these polls to see what other people think. Um, but you may, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of the, on the same lines as uh, I like all of them. Uh, but if I had to pick a favorite, uh, strangely enough, and I say strangely enough because a lot of people don't feel the same way, um, I actually, uh, my favorite would probably be The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, it's, uh, it, it, it's hard for me to pick one as well because yeah. uh, I really enjoyed uh, what we uh, got. Um, all three of them to me uh, were, and I know they're supposed to be together, but they they told three different stories, mm -hmm. and they yeah. kind of you know, and they kind of made them flow because we had some of the characters in all three. Uh, but they told individual stories rather than more of a uh, coherent set line that we got in the original trilogy or the prequel trilogy. Right. Um, and, and I like that. Uh, as far if I were to separate them out just in that criteria, I really liked The Last Jedi for the story that it told. Yeah, it was it was a great story. It, it really was. Yeah, um, I, it's. So uh, I know I'm in the minority in that, uh, but um, I, I like, uh, I really liked the way in the character development that they had mm -hmm. uh, in, in that section of the, that story they wanted to tell. Well, so the question we put out on Twitter was what is your favorite thing or what are your favorite things about the sequel trilogy? And, and here's a few of the responses that we got. Uh, Ro, our, our friend from the Scarif Scuttlebutt contact, uh, uh, podcast, uh, said that his favorite thing was the feeling that the Fourth Awakens trailer gave him at San Diego Comic-Con. Um, I, I can just imagine having been there and, and, and seeing that, that trailer. Um, and then uh, our buddies over at WSTR Media uh, said that their favorite thing about the sequel trilogy is that family is who you're surrounded by, not bloodline. That's, yeah. a, good, that's a good one. Uh, of course, uh, our, uh, our friend and, and, uh, chat room visitor rfb uh he likes that they told me a star wars story and that's couldn't agree more <laughs> yeah um folks at uh mando roundup their answer was rose tico mm. so all right so i got to imagine their favorite 
movie was probably The Last Jedi. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. the, the, one, uh, the one thing I can say uh, negative about The Rise of Skywalker is we didn't get enough of her. Yeah, I was I was hoping for uh, for more. Uh, I really yeah. thought that uh, they had started a great development uh, for that character. Uh, I just really would have loved to uh, have finished it. But you know, and I'm sure you know us as Star Wars fans wouldn't have minded if uh, if it was a four hour movie uh, for oh, The Rise yeah. of Skywalker, uh, or even if they maybe split it into two. Uh, like yeah. is the common thing that they have been doing in modern movies. Well, yeah, um, they did it with the so MCU. Why can't they do it with Star Wars? Right. Yeah. To wrap up, not just one or a few loose ends, but all of them. Uh, if this was really the end of the Skywalker saga, you know, then give get, tie everything up in a nice little bow. Uh, and then go from there. Uh, and then if you want to make more movies similar to what they're doing with, uh, you know, uh, the high Republic, then yeah, you could have separate stories and separate adventures, but you know, we, a lot of people still had a lot of questions and a lot of, uh, different, uh, feelings about the way that it ended. Um, I, I think that if they would have given us a little bit longer, uh, everyone, could have possibly been satisfied. Well, not everyone, but the majority. Right. You're not going to please everyone. No. A uh, few more responses. Uh, folks at Nerf Herder Council, uh, their response was, uh, you know, their favorite thing about the sequel trilogy was The Last Jedi. Um, just paraphrasing here, they liked that they, it, it expanded the existing lore uh, and that Luke's character was incredible. Uh, so, you know, definitely somebody that, that agrees with you, uh, regarding the, the last Jedi. And I, I yeah, I, I, I thought that movie was great. And I, I bet I liked all of them. Um, you know, I think there is uh, definitely a minority of people who, uh, there seems, or backing up here, it seems like there's a lot of people out there that liked one, but not the other. Mm -hmm. Uh, and there's a minority that liked both of them. And, and uh, I would say that I'm, I'm in that minority. Um, let's see. The next one I've got is from Mud79. Uh, their favorite thing about the sequel trilogy was Canto Bite. Uh, the premise uh, that the Resistance and the First Order were both pawns in the same game. And... Uh, I thought it was yeah. uh, that was a good response because that, that it reminded me uh, from the Last Jedi. It reminded me of the character DJ, mm -hmm. uh, who I would really like to. I'd like to get some more storytelling about. Uh, but you know the conversation he had with Finn about you know uh, there's really no difference between the good guys and the bad guys in this in this war. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, and we see that in real life as, as oh, yeah. well. That that's uh, and it was such a powerful parallel uh, that you know uh, the real winners were uh, the you know the cartels that uh, were supplying all of the 
resources and uh, equipment and uh you know it's you know for whoever wants to you know you know be the highest bidder you know uh then and that would be interesting stories to get too or you know is to you know see more of that uh that seedy underside, uh, maybe like a whole Cantobite uh, series uh, that we could get, uh, you know, uh, either bounty hunters or uh, just different cartels uh, that we could see. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Vader, uh, Vader's uh, girl, Cat, uh, says that uh, she really enjoyed The Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah I mean every one of these films had uh, you know good things to say about it each one of them had flaws in their own way but overall uh, they were all Star Wars stories um, the last uh, comment that I have to go over from uh, from our engagement uh, with our, our followers uh, comes from Sorta Star Wars and uh, and I think this is a good, uh, it, it was just three words. So the question, favorite things about Star Wars or about the sequel trilogy, the three words they gave were redemption, Ray, and Ryan. Huh. Okay. So, uh, again, one, uh, somebody who based on this, I got to imagine a uh, big Ryan Johnson fan. So big, uh, big fan of Last Jedi. Um, so when I was going over these responses, I was looking through them, and then I it dawned on me I, I actually had not really come up uh, with a response myself about you know what my favorite uh, things about it was. Uh, collectively. Um, or even even uh, specifically, uh, I, I think my favorite things were uh, the return of uh, Palpatine. I, I actually really liked that, mm -hmm. uh, and and overall, I just I like that this was a conclusion. I, I like the conclusion of the saga that it gave us, while at the same time. Uh, Allowing allowing it to be turned over to a new group of heroes, mm -hmm. I, I like yeah. that it left uh, as much as it was a conclusion. I like that it left it open to more storytelling uh, because none of the you know the main new heroes uh, are gone. We still have Poe. We still have Finn. We still have Ray. Uh, whether or not they come back and do any more live action uh, material, their stories can still be told. We can get a lot more Star Wars out of those characters. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, um, and and Kat, hopefully we will. Kat has said it really well. I'm going to, I'm going to pop this up here. Uh, I think everyone got things from all three. They liked, enjoyed, I have issues with some of them, but not going to bash it. And that, that's really the, I think that's the attitude that we all should have because there's always something, there's something in each of them 
that you can get out of it and enjoy. So there's no point tearing down the enjoyment that somebody else is having over one of them that you maybe didn't enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. If I were to pick, uh, I guess a favorite thing out of uh, each one, um, uh, force awakens would be just that there's, you know, uh, I thought star Wars was done. Uh, I thought we, you know, we weren't going to get any more, uh, other than possibly books. Um, and so when they announced that I was, I was uh, all for it. And I enjoyed it. I, I, I liked the story that they told. Um, yeah. Last Jedi, uh, the evolution of Luke and uh, how he got to be that way uh, mm-hmm. or why he was that way, uh, I thought was fantastic. Uh, I know a lot of people didn't like it because, you know, that wasn't uh, the way that they pictured him. Uh, but I could un- definitely understand uh, why, uh, why he ended up on Octu the way that he was. Uh, and then for Rise of Skywalker, uh, of course, the best and greatest Star Wars character of all time, and I'll fight you, Palpatine returns, and it was glorious. Yeah, I was really happy, uh, at Celebration Chicago when they revealed that Palpatine was coming back for that last one, I was overjoyed. I was, yeah. One of my, one of my favorite characters in the entire saga. And Mm. uh, uh, he's coming back. And and that was, you know, celebration Chicago is where I got to meet him. So (laughs) nice. Great, great stuff. Um, Yes. Long live the empire. Absolutely. So, um, that that about wraps it up for the show tonight. Um, I want to thank everybody that came into the chat uh, to talk to us. And uh, I hope you come back for the next episode. Uh, bring I think, some friends. What's that? Bring some friends. Yeah, bring some friends. We can have a big discussion going on. Uh, I think we decided that next week we're going to be doing kind of a, a year in review type show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to put it out to those that are listening now uh, and those that are also in the chat send us your ideas for the last top five list of the year give us some ideas and um, we will definitely uh, have some good times next week talking about Star Wars of 2020. It's been a, it was been a rough year for everyone, uh, but we still got some Star Wars out of it. Um, quite just recently, we did our Red Five Mission uh, kind of special edition show with the guys over it uh, from a certain point of view. So make sure you go check out that episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a little kind of a brief um, monologue i guess you call it uh where i talked about the uh the star wars novels uh that i have read over the year uh so you know check out that as good red five mission we talked about um things from legends that we'd like to see in canon um so make sure you check out both episodes of that show there was uh we were part two uh and their podcast from a certain point of view another great uh red five uh, podcast was part one. 
so yeah, give it, give some time uh, thinking about the top five lists. This will be the last top five list of the year. Uh, we're gonna have our our uh, we're gonna have our work cut out for us coming up with some more for next year as well. Um, but we're really looking forward to Rogue One Radio coming back in 2021 and having all you folks uh, hang out with us and, and talk to us in this new format that we we started doing. Uh, and uh, also, I really want to thank uh, Charlie for for coming, stepping in, and uh, being my co-host. Absolutely, man. It's uh, it's been a blast uh, so far. Uh, you, we've been doing this for the last couple of months or so. Uh, and yeah, I'm ready to hit the ground running in, uh, 2021 and, uh, get a lot more, uh, content in and, uh, yeah, just talk some star Wars and get some good stories. We're going to have a lot to talk about cause we got, <laughs> we got a lot of books coming out. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming and, and listening to us and thanks for listening to the show. And uh, come back next week for our year in review. Uh, this has been Rogue Run, uh, Rogue One Radio, and may the force be with you. Have a great night.